0: Welcome to the Profitable Nomad Couple Podcast. We have some really exciting news to share with you all today. Something really big is coming your way.
1: If you're somebody who is dreaming of living life on the road and working remotely from your laptop, or you're dreaming of exploring new destinations every day, and you want to embrace a life of freedom and adventure as a digital nomad, then listen up.
0: We've been working on designing an offer especially for you, for individuals who want to transform their careers into online work and take their lives on the road. We know that making this transition can be super daunting with so many unknowns to navigate. So don't worry because we are providing you with all the guidance and support you need to make your dream of becoming a digital nomad a reality.
1: Stay tuned for more updates on our upcoming launch. And until then, keep dreaming big and keep exploring.
0: All right, now let's dive into today's episode.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back. We have a juicy episode for you guys. This one you know, might scramble your brains a little bit because we're talking insurance, so don't run off yet. I know you might be scared of this topic and already confused because insurance is just one of those things in this world that we have to deal with, but it's always a little bit confusing. Sometimes it feels like a different language. We're going to try and unscramble this for you and talk specifically about what insurance looks like for digital nomads, because it's a little bit different. If you're traveling around a lot and you're moving locations, your insurance situation is gonna be a tad different than maybe that of your friends and family.
0: Yeah, and if you're like me, you'll just get super overwhelmed anytime anyone says insurance, you wanna shut down and stop listening. But like Austin said, we're gonna go through and break this down as simply as possible so that you know what your best options are as you're moving around as a digital nomad.
1: Everybody asks themselves at some point if they're gonna be traveling, What what happens if something happens to me while I'm on the road? Like what if there's some accident or what if I need medical care? I mean, everyone's gonna worry about their safety and security while on the road. So this is hopefully gonna be part of that solution for you. We learned the other day, there are about 35 million digital nomads worldwide. And out of those 35 million, 44% of them come from the States. That's us, by the way, we are two of that 44 million. So that's who we're talking to right now is if you are one of those 35 million of the worldwide digital nomads, our perspective is from the States. Um, I know insurance situations and policies might look a little different if you are from a different country rather than the US. So if that's you, hopefully you can get some information out of this. But then we really encourage you to go look up what the insurance situation looks like for a resident of your own country.
0: Yeah, definitely stay tuned, though, because we do have some really good recommendations for places to start your search, which we'll talk about later on in the episode. And we'll include those links down in the show notes as well for you. Just to give you a leg up, since we've already done this research for you, we want you to be able to to, to use this and have a pain-free insurance experience, which sounds like an oxymoron, especially <laughs> if you're coming from the States. But um, I promise you, this is going to be easier than our own experience was with insurance.
1: And at the very least, maybe it'll shave off a couple hours of research for you. So the very first thing is we want you to know that there's a difference between travel insurance and then health insurance or uh, global health insurance. That was really confusing for us for a while when we were starting to learn about all this. We thought they were one and the same, you just get one insurance. Think of travel insurance kind of like a Band-Aid. If you have a serious medical problem or something goes wrong with your trip, travel insurance is gonna help in the moment. It's gonna be a momentary relief and aid for you, but it's not a long-term solution for medical care. That's what health insurance is for. Travel insurance is designed for when you go on holiday, or if you go on a short week trip or a vacation, and it's going to cover things like cancellations, maybe loss of personal belongings, or some sort of emergency medical treatment or evacuation. International Health Insurance, on the other hand, is designed to cover preventative care, routine checkups, uh, inpatient checkups, larger unexpected medical expenses, or even treating chronic conditions or things like that. Things that are going to carry over for a longer period of time.
0: Yeah, and these two things can be used together. You can definitely have travel insurance and international health insurance at the same time. In fact, that might be a really good option for people since they cover different aspects of traveling and the digital nomad lifestyle. However, if you are a digital nomad who has become more stationary and decided to kind of home base in a place and hunker down and, and really enjoy that country instead of country hopping as much, then you probably aren't going to need travel insurance anymore until you are ready to to hit the road again and international health insurance is probably going to be the way you want to go
1: okay so we're gonna we're gonna eat the frog first we're gonna cover the the heavier topic before <laughs> where did we hear one.
0: that metaphor i'm we t- we say it all the time i don't
1: remember where we heard it i mean every day you're gonna have some things that, uh, that are on your plate that you don't want to do and you p- keep pushing them off right that's the frog you don't nobody wants to eat the frog our Except approach to life is <laughs> that's true <laughs> cambodians eat a lot they fry of frog. their frogs here we haven't tried it yet the frog is that one task in your day that you really just don't want to do, so you keep pushing it off. So, we try as much as we can to eat the frog first, and then the rest of the days seems easy comparatively. International health insurance is the frog in this situation.
0: I'm really curious if anyone else uses this phrase or I've heard it before. If you have, can you please message me and tell me where it comes from? I'm very curious.
1: So uh international health insurance, who is this for? This is for digital nomads who have moved abroad or are on a digital nomad visa. It's for digital nomads who are traveling for months or years at a time. And it's for those who are not able to register for health insurance or health insurance policy from where they are from. So if any one of those things describes you, then health insurance is or international health insurance is for you.
0: Yeah, and there are different kinds of, of health insurance, right? There's government insurance where all of your costs are paid for or supplemented through your local government. In the States, this looks like Medicare and Medicaid. There's employment insurance where you are, your insurance plan is provided and paid at least in part by the company that you work for, or you can get private insurance. And this is where you buy insurance from the insurance company directly. Um, Unfortunately, the medical care system in the States is kind of a mess. And so most of the time, residents of the United States have several of these different insurances and you kind of have a primary insurance and a secondary insurance, and then you still pay a lot out of pocket. And normally it's a combination of these things.
1: So the one we're going to talk about a little bit more is private insurance and finding that if you are a remote worker and you're working online as an employee for somebody or even if your spouse is working online then i would go first go to your employer if you haven't already and see what your insurance options are through the company that you work with or even see if the company that your spouse works with if that insurance policy would cover you as the spouse that can save you some time save you a little bit of headache if you are self-employed however or if your spouse's insurance does not cover you as their spouse
0: Or a lot of times the insurance don't cover you if you leave the United States. That's true.
1: That's true. If any of those things explain or describes your situation, then that's kind of what we're going to get into right now is seeking private insurance for self-employed individuals outside of the States. Nobody is going to be able to tell you what insurance is best for you except for yourself. You're the one who's gonna know what your needs are and what you wanna be looking for. You're the one who's gonna have to figure out what you want covered. Obviously, you can get advice and suggestions, but you've gotta know first what you're looking for because different plans are meant to serve different needs. So first, we want you to consider the coverage and your needs. So think about how often you want or need to visit the doctor. What family members are gonna be included? Do you want you and your spouse or maybe you and your kids? Do you have prescription drugs that need to be covered? Do you want mental health covered? Do you have chronic illnesses that you treat that you want coverage for? So list all those things out. Start there. Start with what you need covered. And then you can start looking around and get a quote from some places. And that's going to help you make sure that you stay in your budget. Price shop around for the best option for you.
0: Then you're going to want to make sure that you have ease of access to your insurance, especially as you're traveling around through different time zones. You want to make sure that you're going to be able to connect with an agent if you need to. So often a 24-7 kind of support system is really what you're going to want to look for here. And then you're going to want to make sure that it's available in all the places that you are planning on being located.
1: Even if you're looking at a, a global health insurance policy, Sometimes there are certain countries that aren't covered for different legal reasons. So I just want to make sure that wherever you're traveling to, you're, you're covered and you're protected there.
0: Yeah, oftentimes, actually, the United States is not covered on these insurances. So it's also important to, to pay attention to whether or not you're going to be home for extended periods of time. If you're going to come back and visit friends and family for months at a time, definitely consider that as you're looking for insurance as
1: well. So where the heck do you start looking? There are a few options that we want to present you guys with as places to start researching and start looking up different policies that would fit your needs. So one is a company called Insured Nomads. This one's really nice because it's specifically geared towards nomads. Like they really understand the traveling world, tra- the traveling lifestyle, and they have healthcare. De- they cover healthcare needs in a lot of different circumstances. So uh, again, we're going to link all of these in the description below so you can easily go check them out. So Insured Nomads is one of them. Another one that we know about is Alliance Care. And they have a couple different options if it's, if it's just you and it's just a personal, personal policy you're looking for, or they have another option for expats specifically who are living longer term in, in one place. And then there's another one called Genki. Check down below in the description and search through those and see if you find something that fits your needs. We also want to give you guys a heads up. When you apply for a digital nomad visa, you often will be asked to provide proof that you have a, an international health insurance policy. So before that's a possibility for you, you're going to have to have this covered. So start there and then you can go look for if you're looking to apply for a, a visa, you can go after that. So real quick recap of international health insurance. It's for our travelers, people who are moving around a lot, lots of different places in a short amount of time. Our four steps to help you get started looking for and finding the right insurance is, one, consider what coverage you need. Two, get a quote from a couple of different places so you stay in budget. Make sure there's an ease of access for any time zone that you're in. It's easy to get in contact with a representative or an agent. And four, make sure you are covered in the countries you're traveling to. And lastly, check the recommendations we have below.
0: All right. So now let's move over to travel insurance. So travel insurance, just for a reminder, is for unforeseen and uncontrollable incidents while traveling. That includes travel delays, medical emergencies, lost, stolen, or broken luggage, getting sick. For example, if you get food poisoning, um, if you break a leg. Hopefully things that you'll never have to experience, but travel insurance is a really good option and in our opinion, really important while you are traveling. Without getting travel insurance, you run the risk of getting stranded, of having to pay really expensive tickets or costs if, you know, a flight gets canceled or you miss your flight or you end up without any luggage. A recent example that comes to mind is this last Christmas, my family went on a cruise to Mexico together and my sister was flying out of Portland and Portland doesn't ever see winter weather ever. And of course the day she's supposed to fly out, I think it snowed and was it snow or was Mm. it icy? It snowed. It snowed. It snowed the day she was supposed to fly out, and they canceled all flights out of Portland, and they canceled them for the next two days. So she ended up missing the boat, and then she was trying to meet us at the first port... But then because of some some logistics with the port, the cruise line wouldn't let her meet at the first port. So she had to come to the second port, which was literally three days later, three days into the cruise. So they missed half of our seven-day cruise. They were able to fly down to um, Puerto Vallarta and meet us halfway through and enjoy the last half of the cruise together. But unfortunately, they missed Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with us. And they had to pay a ton of money out of pocket to switch airlines, to book these tickets, to make it to join us on our cruise. Plus they had to pay for a hotel in Puerto Vallarta as well. So it was, it was crazy.
1: If they had had travel insurance, it literally would have saved them thousands of dollars. And just like all insurance, it's just a risk mitigation. Like you got to find out what risk you're willing to take. A lot of people feel like travel insurance might not be worth it. In our experience, it's absolutely worth it. It's really not that expensive. It's a very affordable service. And then if something happens and you end up having to pay thousands of dollars for things like what Monica just explained, you you save yourself that headache and that financial loss. We definitely, definitely recommend it. A couple places to look at if you are interested in getting travel insurance our favorite is safety wing that's the one that we use we really enjoy working with safety wing they're very personable they're very easy to work with very affordable they cover a huge amount of the globe including the u.s so you can it's almost as easy as toggling on and off whether you're back in the states or not it's very flexible coverage so it's kind of like a subscription like if we decide that we're gonna hunker down for a little bit and not travel for a year we could just turn it off and put it on pause. And there's no cancellation fee. And then when we're ready, we just turn it back on. So it's super easy and very versatile like that. And this one, we don't really use this perk, but I know a lot of you listening might. Safety wing offers a free additional international travel insurance coverage for one young child per paying adult. If it's you and your spouse and you have two kids under the age of 10, they're both covered for free and no additional cost. So that's really, really awesome for families. And then the other option that we know about is World Nomads. So check out those links below if you are interested in travel insurance with either Safety Wing or World Nomads. Those are both really great options.
0: Yeah, I do think it's important here to point out a couple of limitations that these insurances have. For example, uh, routine checkups and preventative care are not included here. And there is limited coverage for some sports and adventure activities. So if you really like to go rock climbing or I don't know, snowboarding, or or something that's a little bit considered more of an extreme sport. You want to make sure that um, accidents involving those sports are covered with your insurance. Of course, being inside the U.S., there will be an additional cost if you are paying for the travel insurance inside the U.S. And Safety Wing doesn't cover the cost of theft of laptops, cameras, and other electronic gear unless you pay for an add-on. So that's not inherently included with your base price that you get. So I know for digital nomads, our tech is our world. It's everything. So you will need to pay for that add-on
1: that's it for you guys today we have covered international health insurance and travel insurance and the differences between that we really really hope that today's episode helped clarify some of that for you we are by no means insurance experts but i feel like we have a pretty good grasp on this and so if you guys have additional questions please feel free to reach out and we are more than willing to help explain what we know or help you find the best option for you give you some suggestions so don't hesitate to reach out if any of this is still confusing and you want somebody to talk it over with Alrighty, travelers, that is a wrap for today's episode. We hope that you found it informative and helpful on your journey to becoming a digital nomad. We want to also remind you that our new service is just around the corner, and we can't wait to share it with you guys.
0: But before we sign off, we have one more thing for you. As a thank you for tuning in today, we've put together a free list of ways to make money online. So whether you're just starting out on your digital nomad journey or you're already living the dream, this list is packed with valuable ideas to help you build a successful and sustainable online career.
1: So don't wait. Head down to the description of this episode and download your copy today.
0: Thanks again for joining us on this journey. And remember to stay curious, stay adventurous, and stay connected.